Welcome to Healthcare IT Today. I'm John Lin, together with my colleague and friend, Colin Hung. The world of technology and healthcare are ever-changing in new and novel ways, and that's why we love this stuff. So join us as we discuss the latest healthcare and health IT news, meshed together in new ways which help generate ideas and new perspectives. Plus, we'll have a little fun along the way. Today, we'll be randomly selecting six big tech companies in healthcare and talking about it from a list of 10 different big tech companies. And be sure to follow the show on social media at the hashtag HITSM and our personal accounts at TechGuy and at Colin underscore Hung. Plus, check out our 18 years of health IT blog content at healthcareittoday.com. Yeah, big tech, it's owning the world. <laughs> it's funny to think about when we when I first started doing this, like big tech, there were there were a lot of other big companies like Exxon and you know <laughs> these others, but tech has just dominated like the stock market. And now that they look at healthcare as an attractive target. Yeah, I mean it is unbelievable, right? We we never really, you know, a decade ago, we would never even consider some of these companies that we're going to be talking about today as being in healthcare, but how the world has changed, right? Uh, and, and I'm not talking just about COVID. It's even before that, there's just, you know, them jumping into the market has been pretty incredible to watch. Well, and I think there's some that uh, that we're both probably pretty pessimistic about. It will be interesting to see where we align, whether we're optimistic or pessimistic about their chances in healthcare and their role in healthcare and how they're going to impact it. I know it's going to be fun. This is going to be cool. So what we've done is we put 10 names into this little container here and i'm going to pick out six of them randomly and we're just going to talk about them so looking forward to that so up first john let's see let me reach into the magic bag here and pull out Ooh, look at that number one right away apple apple oh you brought one that i'm already pessimistic about. <laughs> hey why are you pessimistic about apple I just don't think they're going to do much in healthcare. Like, I mean, I, I've heard the CEO say that it's going to be a huge part of their business. And sure, the Apple Watch kind of is healthcare because it's doing the ECG and steps. And, you know, eventually it's going to do a bunch of other stuff too, right? Like, so I get how that's kind of healthcare. And they have Apple Health Kit. Some people may have aggregated some healthcare data and whatnot there and connection to some devices. but. If that's your footprint in healthcare, that's exactly my point. Like, that's not a big impact on healthcare. Like, what else are they going to do? Sure, we're going to use the iPhone to access a lot of healthcare applications and portals, and, but that's not Apple in healthcare. That's not Apple profiting from healthcare. That's that's just the device that's being used. So I, I'm, I just don't see Apple's role in healthcare. Maybe if they come out with some crazy AI down the road, that could change things. But as they current stand, no, they're 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 not huge in healthcare. Okay, I I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit on this one. I'm now I'm a little bit pessimistic in terms of how they're gonna figure out this legal quagmire around the Apple Watch, right? And and no, the fact that you know Maximo has <laughs> has has got them right now in terms of the the ban. But I, I'm pretty sure that's gonna work itself out eventually. Uh, you it's know, to, to where that where that ban's lifted. But but you're right. I mean, I think. For me, when I look at Apple and think about Apple, it does go beyond the wearable, and uh, it's not just that. I mean, it's nice. I think it's cool. I do think they're going to come up with some pretty interesting enhancements to that, and there will be some some interesting apps and things that take advantage of all the technologies that are available in the new watch. But for me, 
Um, I look at Apple and go, they are a player in the health space because of the prevalence of the device. Like I'm looking at this going, uh, you know, in the hospital, how much longer is it going to be before people are just going to, you know what the heck with it? We're just going to standardize on this thing and use that as the platform or the delivery device for a lot of the health information. I mean, it already is there for a lot of hospitals, right? They just have consolidated onto Apple devices. I think that Apple, because of that, has the opportunity to do something pretty phenomenal in healthcare. Maybe not in 2024, but I'm definitely very positive on that because as we've seen before, people who play in this sort of infrastructure place and who uh, all of a sudden achieve that level of uh, adoption can do some pretty cool things. Yeah, but let's standardize on Android, not Apple. I mean, I don't know. Certainly, there's a lot of people who love Apple, and, and they produce a, a good good uh, device. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's fine, you know. But, you know, how about this? How about their Apple Vision Pro? Their, 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 is it a virtual reality, augmented reality headset? I don't even know how you classify it since it's still just kind of been announced. But, you know, I mean, you can see that having a play in, in healthcare. You can see surgeons wearing it as they're doing it and having augmented reality as they're doing it or enhancing what they're doing. And that, that's pretty interesting. But again, it's still not going to move the needle in healthcare, right? Uh, you know, it, I don't know. It, it just, for me, you know, at one point, didn't Apple open its own clinics? I think it was mostly for their staff. But, like, you know, they've got enough cash. They could make a difference, and they, they could buy their way into it. You know, what was it? Uh, Jim Cramer said Apple should acquire Epic, right? Uh, okay, if they acquired Epic, then I'd agree. But, like, they, one, Epic's not going to do that, and two, Apple's not going to do that. So, you know, that's not going to happen either. So, I'm I'm a strong pessimist on Apple really influencing healthcare. Now, I mean, I'd invest in their stock. Like it's you know, people still pay overpriced margins for their products, so that's good there. I mean, granted, they do have Apple TV. Maybe they make a play there at the bedside, right? And have Apple TV. Still not an impact. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the let's go on to the next one. All right, reaching Roll in. <laughs> Randomize here. Are totally random. Oh, we got here. Oh, look at that. Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies. Well, you know, full disclosure, they've been a longtime advertiser. We've probably done, I don't know, 20 events with them <laughs> over the years. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of what they do and what they offer. Uh, you know, it has been interesting for Dell since they, uh, you know, got rid of, divested from the Perot acquisition, right? So they they haven't been doing as much on that side. And so that definitely did diminish some of their influence in healthcare when, you know, they got rid of that because that was actually literally boots on the ground, implementing the EMR and stuff like that. And so they were doing a lot that way, but they still are doing huge a huge business in healthcare. And probably the biggest part of that is when it comes to cloud. And then now with AI, I think, you know, Dell is going to be a massive player when it comes to facilitating the AI processing power that's needed to be able to, to, you know, do the algorithms and put the output out there along with data, right? So all, all of the storage that they can offer as well. So, you know, they're going to do some big things there. And then, you know, not to mention, of course, Everyone needs new desktops and <laughs> new devices and things like that. I mean, it's, when if you look at a, a healthcare budget, uh, you know the one thing that's not getting cut is uh, they have to replace devices. Uh, sure, sometimes it gets pushed a year or two, but you know you still are replacing it. You need new devices. So Dell's got a strong business in healthcare; is doing really well. 
Yeah, I, I mean, for me, the Dell to me is is a company that kind of goes under the radar a lot, right? Uh, you know, they do a lot of stuff. They obviously have a lot of footprint, have a big footprint in the space. Uh, in terms of though moving the needle, I'm not sure. Like, and I'm not sure they're after that. Like, I'm not sure that's actually part of their goal is to like move healthcare forward by leaps and bounds. I think they what they do really well and what I think people appreciate about Dell is they're just there and they work, right? Like you buy something from Dell, they deliver, they deliver on time, deliver exactly what you need. There's no fuss or no muss, at least from what I've heard from when I talk to people who are Dell customers, that's what you get with Dell. And and there's something to be said for that, right? Like I don't think they're going to be the ones that are going to pioneer new AI uses in healthcare, but I don't think that's their goal. So I look at Dell and go, hey, a solid company, definitely got some really great things that are doing in healthcare, but it's not going to be the flashy stuff. Um, they're just going to be, you know, plugging away in the background, just helping healthcare, make sure that the lights stay on. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. They're not going to discover the new AI, but their hardware is going to be used by the people who do discover that. So I think that's what's so interesting is, you know, they're, they're going to power that, you know, whether it's, you know, desktops or whether it's in the cloud. I mean, their approach to multi-cloud is is really powerful as well. And, and we see this. It's happening not just in provider organizations. It's happening in precision medicine and genomics and in life sciences as well. So, you know, they obviously have a, a big footprint there. The other place that I think people underestimate the power of Dell, and, and some of it's in partnership with VMware, which they obviously divested, but, you know, the, the security side of things, right? Uh, it's such a huge topic. And the things that they've done to secure the cloud, to secure devices, to secure, you know, through VMware and virtual machines on their devices and that are analyzing how they're being used. And, oh, wait, now it's using some abnormal pattern. So now I can see that device is compromised. Those types of things are really appreciable things to a, a CIO or a CISO who needs to deal with that, let alone the idea of backup, real-time backup, disaster recovery, that's all important. So in the security side, in the multi-cloud side, you know, in uh, and then in, of course, AI and facilitating AI with the processing power and data that they need, that's where Dell's going to play. And obviously, like you said, it's going to be a little bit hidden. It's going to be behind the scenes, but they're going to power a lot of that. Love it. Love it. All right. Let's do one more, John. Let's see. All right. Here we go. Reaching in. Who we got in here? Mm. Pulling out. Oh, look at that. NVIDIA. NVIDIA. I mean, goodness. Who would have thought that NVIDIA's stock would do what it's done? And although if you look at AI trends, you should like, we should have known, right? Like we should have dropped all our money on NVIDIA. <laughs> so what's interesting about NVIDIA too is how much they do in healthcare. And we don't even realize it. Like NVIDIA is processing most of the AI that's happening in healthcare. So, you know, you know, Dell has the devices, NVIDIA creates the chips and the, and the AI processing. It's such a fascinating story, right? NVIDIA did it to, for video games initially. They wanted the display cards and now they realize, oh, wait, this works great for AI too. So <laughs> the GPUs that they offer is powering so much. So, I mean, I'm a huge fan of NVIDIA. It's, you have to be because it's powering most of it. Sure, Intel's out there as well. Um, there's uh, AMD. You know, there's some others that are playing in the space as well. You know, along with big companies, you know, Apple and Microsoft and Google are looking at their own chips as well, I, I believe. And so anyway, it will be interesting to see how it plays out. But I don't think anyone can compete with NVIDIA. And we see so many in healthcare doing it. 
I mean, I still think about one of the most interesting ones we saw was during COVID when I think it was 12 or 20, something like that, uh, hospital systems from around the world collaborated on the biomarkers for COVID, if I remember right. But all they did, because they needed to get this approved quickly, all they did was send the AI findings back rather than the actual data. And so the AI findings went back to NVIDIA and they used that to process and understand what are the things that you should be looking for. And they were able to do that across multiple health systems across the the world. Like that's the power of NVIDIA and it's being used all, all throughout AI in healthcare. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're a background play, right? Like they are behind the scenes a lot. I gotta be honest, I, I don't really know um, how much NVIDIA really does in healthcare other than, of course, they power AI everywhere uh, in general. So as you said, I mean, that's 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 where they are. It'll be interesting. I, what I'm interested in seeing is whether NVIDIA actually does make a push in healthcare specifically. I, I don't think so, but, you know, for example, I don't know... Th- you know, I'm pretty sure they don't power any of the uh, vis- uh, uh, any of the stuff in the uh, radiology labs or anything like that. Could, but could they or should they? Right? Say, like, yeah, they probably do the AI on top of the radiology images, right. but maybe not the radiology themselves. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, it, that it's just that to me is interesting. You know, is healthcare big enough for them to even dedicate some some effort in there, or are they just so busy pumping out? GPUs, you know, that they don't really need to care about any specific industry. Um, anyway, it'll be interesting. I, I'm more interested in that and seeing where NVIDIA goes with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess no my, my thing about NVIDIA is they'll probably are going to be more successful in life sciences than they are going to be on the provider side of things because life sciences is just going to eat up everything that they're doing. And so I think they're going to have more focus there and we'll probably see more solutions there. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it evolves. Uh, you know, I, I think the other thing that we're kind of looking at is will NVIDIA be able to pump out what's needed? Or our mm. organizations, whoever the AI organizations are that are doing it, are they going to have to turn to Intel and, and AMD and others just because they need chips and, and NVIDIA can't meet the the demand right and so i think that's the interesting thing is how well will their supply chain be able to support the demand the insatiable desire that ai has for for all the processing power so uh, you know what's interesting they have actually worked really hard to facilitate healthcare using their their products so you know they they've done a lot of work you know i've seen their user conference a number of times and they they definitely have a healthcare focus and they see the value of healthcare using their their gpus so you know i think that will continue if you're just tuning in you're listening to healthcare it today with john lynn and colin hung today we're picking six big tech companies out of 10 to talk about And hey, by the way, nominations for our 2024 Sway Health Awards are open until the end of January. This is the perfect way to recognize the amazing healthcare marketing teams in your life. (laughs) There's no cost to submit a nomination, and the nomination form is really, really simple. It's basically just let us know what makes the person, the organization, the team, or the marketing effort worthy of receiving an award. To learn more, go to Sway Health, that's Sway with two A's, dot health, and click on the awards tab at the top. All right, John, you ready for another another one? Yeah, let's do it. Three more. All right, here we go. We'll here we go. Here we go. Next. We got who's coming up out of the bag? We've got, oh, Facebook. Oh, 
Man. That's an interesting one. You just want me to be pessimistic this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the I, luck I just, of the draw. Luck of the draw. John. Yeah, I know. I mean, Facebook is interesting because there's a lot of patient communities there. And so mm. it's still powerful for that. And there's still a lot of people who use that. Certainly, we've seen some privacy questions that you know a lot of people are asking and saying, should they do it? But when you're dying, you don't care about privacy. So, you know, you're happy to get in a group and find the you know peers that you can collaborate with. So I, I guess. I'm, I'm I'm optimistic on patient groups coming together and being able to connect that way. But beyond that, I just don't see Facebook really being a player. I'm a little bit more optimistic, although not 100% optimistic on Facebook. I, I think obviously, I think in 2024, they're definitely going to be in the news. And we're going to be talking about Facebook in two fronts for sure, both on marketing side. One, I think threads, we're going to be talking about that a little bit more in 20, this year. Um, I, I think actually it's going to get some legs in the next 12 months. I mean, it's still not where it, uh, X was or is, but it's getting there and it's getting the functionality that I think people are looking for. And people are are hungry for an alternative. So I'm interested to see what, what and how we're going to be talking about threads uh, over the next little bit. I agree with you that there's a lot of value to the communities that are available in Facebook. So I, I do think that will continue. I don't think that's going anywhere. I'm... Of course, the, the big thing for me for healthcare marketing is the whole issue around the tracking, right? And the third-party tracking pixels. Now that, you know, oh, and um, the the rulings have come down, the guidance has come down, and, you know, or will be coming down, and where are they going to land on that is going to have a huge impact on how marketing departments use Facebook tracking or not. Uh, and that's going to cause a big shift, already has caused a big shift in the industry in terms of how that is implemented. So, I think whether we like it or not, Facebook is definitely going to be a mover in healthcare, but maybe not for some positive reasons, but for reasons where, oh my gosh, we're going to have to comply by ripping out the pixels that we're using or by maybe going and adopting threads as our alternative uh, uh, social media platform to get news out there. So anyway, I I think they're actually going to be a player in, in the health space, just not as a player in health delivery, but just on the, on the outskirts of, of healthcare. I'm with you on the marketing. Actually, I think they're going to figure it out. They'll figure out a way around it to be able to still spend on marketing and get patients into the you know healthcare organizations that need to. So I actually think that's going to play out. They're going to find a way, You know, whether it's their lobbyists that will find a way or whether it's some new technology, they're going to find a way. Another one to think about is Oculus. Are we going to have our first Oculus telehealth visit? You know, like, I don't know. I don't think it enhances the care that much, but I think there's someone's going to try it and we're going to see what that looks like. And certainly VR has a place in healthcare, but are they going to use the Oculus or something else? And will that really make an impact? Eh, not appreciable. All right. Okay. Let's do another one. So we've talked about Facebook. Let's do another one. Here we go. Who's coming out of the bag? And the answer is, Oh, the other Amazon. Amazon. So I finally one I enjoy. <laughs> I am, you know, and maybe I was blown away by going to the AWS uh, reInvent conference, user conference, but it is incredible what AWS is doing in healthcare, but even beyond healthcare. So, you know, Amazon with the AWS side of things, blowing it out of the park, going to power AI, going to power so many health IT solutions. It's going to do incredible stuff. That 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 is a guaranteed hit in my view. I, I think you know some of the other Amazon Health. I'm not as convinced that that's going to be as powerful. Uh, I haven't seen where that really is going to play out perfectly, and that we're going to really go to Amazon for our healthcare. 
they'll do okay, but I, I, will they do well enough that they're going to want to continue it? I'm not sure, unless they can bridge the gap to the supply chain, where those visits end up driving a bunch more Amazon revenue from buying products from them or from their drug. Uh, the drugs, obviously, you know, piece of it that they acquired. That's been going well, so I'm definitely pro there as well. I think Amazon will do really well. So I, I guess I'm a, the only, a little torn on the Amazon healthcare, but I, I think Amazon's going to have a massive impact on healthcare. Yeah, hard to hard to disagree with you there, John. I, I think Amazon's going to be a big player in healthcare for a, a long time, for multiple reasons, right? Like you, you mentioned the AWS, the technology side. I mean, they are powering so many applications, so many other healthcare platforms, so many companies base are based on AWS. They're definitely going to be a player, uh, as well as you mentioned. You know, there's just their play in AI alone is going to be some pretty interesting uh, developments and and cybersecurity in twenty. You know, in the years ahead. And then you look at their sort of the other side of their business in healthcare, Amazon Health, the pharmaceuticals, you know, uh, pharmacy, you know, they're going to be a player on the delivery side of healthcare for a while too. I, I don't think in the next 12 months they're going to make or break them. Uh, they have the they have the funding and I think the political will to weather it. Um, you know, to to go through the ups and downs that inevitably will come, right? With you know what's going to happen with One Medical and all those other things that they've acquired over the last little while. Like, where is that really going to shake out? But I, I do think they have. I hope they have the staying power, and I think they will have that staying power. So I, I agree. I think Amazon's definitely going to have a, a big impact on healthcare for years to come as they work out their own business and find models that work. Yeah, they they could, and the, it is the core question: is will they will they stick to it? You know, the other thing that is helping them is owning Whole Foods, right? And having those locations uh, and maybe wanting to drive people there, that may give them some more staying power with their clinics and, and driving visits that way. Uh, the other thing to think about is Alexa. You know, it's interesting that it's actually hit up on some hard times, actually. You know, most of the voice assistants have, and it will be interesting to see how that evolves. Will it incorporate some chat GPT? Will we do more health through it? You know, there was always talk of it. And some people did They, you know, there's some people are still recording their blood pressure and different things of that way. So, you know, that, that, that it's interesting. It's like an afterthought that we talk about Alexa, but you could have a massive healthcare business within Alexa too. So yeah, Amazon, they've got the cash, they've got the supply chain understanding. They know how to enter a market. I, you know, I'm, I feel confident they're going to be successful. So we found one that you're positive on, John. That's a good one. <laughs> it only took until number five. <laughs> All right, let's do the last one here. Let's reach into the bag for the last one. Let's see who comes out. And the last one is, oh, look at that, Google. <laughs> Google. I, I kind of feel like Google's a little lost, you know? Like, sure, on the cloud side, they're going to do some good business. Like, I have no doubt there. Certainly mm -hmm. on the, uh, you know, email Google suite side, you know, they're going to be make some progress. I'm seeing more Chromebooks in healthcare, which is an interesting evolution for them. But when it comes to like the other products that they're doing, uh, you know, the search through the EHR kind of interface thing that they did, it's interesting, you know, they're doing interoperability, they want the data to be able to do the AI, but a lot of that was like almost blown away by ChatGPT, right? Like, in like, do we need that now? Or what's, you know, like, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Now they of course have Google Bard, Will that compete with ChatGPT? That could become a big player and that could be an important influencer and, and a great business for them as well. But, you know, and the, the problem is that most of their 
initial entrance into healthcare where they took all the big data and did something cool with it ended up getting like their hands locked, you know, <laughs> like the Ascension Health one and you know, some of those, right? And so I think they're a little uh, hesitant about it. Now, of course, you also throw in the, the common Google searches, right? Uh, so they're going to have an influence on healthcare. Dr. Google is still an important uh, member of the health team, <laughs> if you will. But will Dr. ChatGPT replace it? I, you know, that, that's an interesting question. Now, it's hard to 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 argue that I mean Google is going to be a player, but how much impact can they have? Should they be having given who they are? Right, their their strategy, their health strategy has been a little bit all over the place. I mean, it has not been as coordinated maybe as it could have been. Um, you know, and 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 you're right. I mean, maybe that's part of be, of being gotten their hand slapped because of what they were doing with some data, right? Uh, around it. But yeah, you look at Google Health and all of the things that fell under that umbrella, where, where do they all go? Right? Like where where happened to it? It's not clear. They do a lot obviously in the infrastructure side, but you don't really hear a lot about what they're doing specifically for health. A lot of it seems to be rolled into other business lines and just happens to benefit health. Um you're right. I, they as an organization, they should have an outsized impact on health. They've, they've in the past, shown a willingness and a desire to be in this space. Unlike NVIDIA, who has just never expressed, you know, specifically, hey, we're going to really dominate healthcare. Google has not come out and said that. They, they want healthcare is a space they want to play in. And yet their strategy hasn't been as clear. So I agree with you. I, I think there'll still be a player, I mean, just given who they are. Uh, but whether or not they're going to be have a significant impact on healthcare, I'm not. It's unclear. That is unclear to me as well. Yeah, well, and if you expand to the full alphabet, right? Uh, you know, of Google, you know, in the Verily type of pieces, that seems to have fallen apart in a lot of ways too. Uh, you know, obviously we don't cover the life sciences as much, but you know, so you know, and I and I think that confuses things, right? Like right. if Google's working in life sciences and provider organizations and Bard, and you know, of course they're still providing you know your email and your <laughs> your workspace and all of that. Like it, it becomes a really confusing thing. In fact, that's what happens when you go to Hims and you visit the Google booth. You're like wait, so am I talking Chromebooks? Am I talking my Gmail? Or am I talking Google Cloud? Or am I talking BARD? Or am I talking, you know, your new interface that summarizes EHR? And, and, and you go to one and, no, you know, they don't know what each other are doing and can't support it. it reminds me back in the day when I went to McKesson and I said, mm -hmm. let's talk about your EHR. And they had, you know, Practice Partner. I think they had one or two others too. And I said, oh, well, you want to talk about Practice Partner? They're like, oh, we don't know anything about that. I'm like, okay, I know more about your company than you do. They didn't even know they had an EHR, let alone that, that you know, it was called Practice Partner. So it feels a little like that, where it's just disconnected between the different bodies rather than a, you know, consistent plan of attack and how to move forward. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's be honest, they're distracted, right? Like they, they're putting a lot of effort in AI and, and their tool may, may, may be the winner overall, right? Who knows what's, what's going to happen in the years ahead, but they they're do, definitely putting their effort. <laughs> yeah. I think that they're, 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 that's where they're putting their effort. And I think they, the healthcare side is along with some other ones are probably not getting the love that, that we know it could and deserves. But uh, anyway, definitely going to be a name that we're going to be talking about in the years ahead. Definitely. Hey, thanks to all of you tuned in to this episode of Healthcare IT Today. Find out more details about our show by clicking on the programs page on healthcarenowradio.com. 
And please share your voice and engage with the community at healthcareittoday.com and on social media using the hashtag HITSM. I'm Colin Hong, along with my friend and health IT collaborator, John Lin. Thanks for listening and have a great week.